4: And uh, let me tell you about Strictly Diesel real quick before we get into the show, by the way, um, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, we start with year, making, and model, and miles, and then we talk about the symptoms, and we discuss that, and I ask questions, and then you do your best. And like I say, yes, no, or I don't know are all acceptable answers. So Strictly Diesel and Service and Repair is a Better Business Bureau A-plus rated shop, and obviously they do diesel work. They're diehard diesel service repair and parts people. They do foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. But if you have a gas car and it needs an oil change, they'll do that as well. So they're working on both but they focus on diesels. So they're up there at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road and if you go on their website then you can look at the parts they sell for diesels and some of them will make your diesel a little bit faster. So Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is a good place to go. We talked about key fobs in the last two callers. The key fobs go bad, but they go bad because of connections, because of batteries, because of circuit boards, or the computer loses its ability to see it, or the key fob has to be reprogrammed again so that the computer knows which signal to work with, which signal to respond to. So you can go take it in and say to them, you know, reprogram it. You can go get a new key fob, and then you still got to buy reprogram it. There's lots that you can do, but the easiest way to do it is go get the other key fob. If you have to, put the battery that you just bought in your wife's key fob that never drives your truck or your car. And then go see if that works. If neither key fob works, and one of the things that one of them said to me that made sense is when I push the button, the red light comes on that doesn't mean anything other than there's a connection there that doesn't mean that there's enough battery power it just means that the button is connected to the red light and that's kinda good so the last thing you want to do is is jump into this repair and have somebody go through the entire security system when actually all it is is some dirt and dust underneath the button and it's not pushing the button on the keyboard or on the circuit board so those are the kinds of things that uh... that we find Frankly, I can't remember the last time we uh, had a problem where we had to go dig wiring or we had to look at the key ignition switch or we did anything. Whenever you can't start your car remote or unlock your doors, it's almost always related to the key fob. And, of course, you just get a little bit of confidence if you replace the battery. There's other things you have to look at. 602 508 And who might that be, Gil? That would be Bob. Bob, good morning. Good
5: morning. Uh, I recently bought a new uh, 2019 GMC Sierra okay. that has the annoying auto stop thing on it. I'm wondering if it's possible to wire around or reprogram and turn that thing off.
4: And why don't you describe the auto stop for all of us?
5: It's the uh, device that uh, every time you come to a stop, it shuts the engine off you take your foot off the brake and it restarts, uh, in my mind, it's going to press the daylights out of the battery and the starter over time. Uh, it won't activate when the air conditioner is running, but if the compressor is not running, it, it treats it as though it's shut off, okay. it's got a button on it where you can turn it off every time you get in the vehicle, but it's kind of a nuisance.
4: Yeah. I don't think you're going to find any one of us that's going to help you disable it, although you can probably get on the Internet and find a bunch of reasons how you can do that. I want to put your your mind at ease with respect that we're killing the starter or the battery because that's not true. We're not seeing the start. And the starters are not made like normal starters. This is a very durable, long-lasting, heavy-duty built for the job it's supposed to do um it's so it's 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 this isn't going to cause you problems down the road it's something that you need to get used to i got to drive one of those 10 years ago and the first time it came up to an intersection and i saw the oil pressure drop to zero i'm driving a brand new vehicle that chevrolet just gave me and the oil pressure drops to zero and i am in a panic mode because i'm at a big intersection at you know seven o'clock in the morning in downtown phoenix so it You knew this was there when you bought it, yes?
5: I did. Uh, They told me that I could turn it off. uh, And I took that to mean I could turn it off and not have to turn it off every time I get in the truck.
4: Yeah. Well, if, um, you know, let's talk an old cowboy way. You take a cotton ball and a Band-Aid and... uh, You push the button in. You put the cotton ball on top of it and put the Band-Aid over it. And I wonder um, if that works. Now, I'll tell you why I don't think it will. I'm I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. I don't think it will because that button has to be reset on a key cycle. So the reason why it only lets you do it one time for the duration is because as soon as you turn the car off, the computer resets that button. And it says, okay, he has to push it again. I think
5: that's both case. Yeah,
4: it it's going to save in a lot of other things. It's going to save you fuel. It's going to save us emissions. Um, As you well know, it starts right back up, and as soon as you get take your foot off and give it the gas, the thing takes off, and it's pretty seamless today because I've had the opportunity to drive those you know today, and it's pretty seamless. It's just it's just different to an uncomfortable way. It's just different. I wish they would have put it in there where you had some kind of a learning curve where you could um, say, okay, for the first three starts in the morning I have it, but then after that I don't. (laughs) But I think that they didn't do that because then you would find out you really don't like it. But I don't have an answer for you, but I think if you get on the internet, you can probably find something there, and it might be to do with the wiring of the button or whatever. It's miss- It's going to cycle a ground or a power and blah, blah, blah. So get on the internet and say disable quick start um, on a General Motors product and see what happens.
5: And yeah, it's probably guaranteed to void the warranty.
4: <laughs> well, um, you run a risk when you change the engineering of a car, but think about this. Um, it's it can't common sense says it, it can't void the warranty of your air conditioning compressor <laughs> because one has nothing yeah. to do with the other or your wiper motor, but that doesn't mean that somebody won't throw that on the wall so then the question is is do I go ahead and fix it myself or do I go into this giant battle and as soon as I get to the beginning of the battle th- the salesman passes me to this guy, and the service manager passes me to the vice president, the vice president to the president. Then it goes to General Motors, the local rep, and then it goes to his boss. And his, I say to you, just buy the compressor. So, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I've walked that path, both as a consumer, and then I also, when I was a mediator and in a, in a, in a technical advisor for the Better Business Bureau, and I worked for many of those people, I saw that happen a lot. Now, a lot. Let me Let me say a lot. 15% of the time, they'd get tied up in that kind of thing, but you just described how they got there. It's your husband put a steering wheel cover on your car, and, and now the power steering's out, and, and the cover's this big fuzzy son of a gun, and uh, there might be a related difference. And that, that, that was my job. So thank you for making me laugh today. Um you, you really have two choices, trade it in or get used to it. And I would suggest that all your thoughts about this is going to cost me a lot of money down the road, I think that those are not valid.
5: Hey, I appreciate the information.
4: Okay. Thank you, Bob. Thank you very much. Uh, there's all kinds of new stuff in cars. You'd, you'd be surprised, some of the Chrysler cars, when you pull up to a, a, a thing and you open the door, it automatically puts the car in park. And last night at dinner, one of the guys was complaining that, it goes into park, but it doesn't come out of park. Or when he opens the door, it doesn't go into park, which means that the car could roll away if he gets out and doesn't check to see if it goes into park. And then somebody else said that theirs doesn't go to park, but the uh, lights blink in SOS signal three blinks, and then two, three dashes, <laughs> and three blinks. So um, I don't tell people a lot of times when we go to dinner that I'm the car guy because the car guys will end up at one end of the table like last night and all the women are on the other end. And, um I tried to find a seat on the women's side, but it didn't work last night but anyway i i don't mind i don't mind six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty six zero two five oh eight zero nine sixty if you have a car question if you if you have, if you're looking you and your wife are looking at cars and you want me to, to suggest a car, I need you to give me three options. Give me your top three options and i'm happy to to ex- to discuss with you what it is I like and dislike about those particular cars. And uh, I am not the soothsayer of those kinds of questions. I'm not the one that's uh, you're going to find that that's my opinions in the Bible. It's just my opinion. So 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. I um, want you to know that I am the temporary uh, uh, leader of the Payson Chamber of Commerce from my house in Tempe to where I'm at right now is an hour and 45 minutes. It's 93 miles, but there's traffic folks. There's traffic. My wife makes it faster, (laughs) but I don't. We have, I'll I'll tell you something just real quick. We're sitting on the back patio with some people and we see this javelina come to our back fence and we have three pastures and there's horses in all three. So the javelina comes through the fence, which is just a rail fence and the javelina is kind of eating some grass. My oldest horse, Lena, and she's that nasty girl, but she, she, all my grandkids ride her. My four-year-old rides her. So Lena goes around the, along the fence and comes in behind the Havelina, And then all of a sudden, she just runs at the javelina full speed. I've never seen a Havelina jump like a jackrabbit. This javelina's headed, <laughs> headed west along the fence line, and, and it's jumping like a frog. And I'm thinking to myself, well, they have they have bad eyesight. So he's coming up, he or she's coming up on a rail fence that has horizontal big pipes every eight inches. And I think, well, when that javelina gets the fence, it's going to get hurt. The javelina goes through the fence, but his or her day isn't over because there's three horses in that, in that pasture that begin to chase the javelina. The javelina didn't get out of our sight for f- ten, five, ten minutes. Just ran circles because it didn't know where to go. But uh, if you're a hunter, this is my question to you. This, I know it was a javelina because I know what a javelina looks like and I know what a pig looks like. My real question is, is when they run, why did this one hop like a bunny rabbit? It it, it didn't have its feet on the ground all the time. It was kind of like, whoop, boop, doop, doop, And his feet were <laughs> always moving, looked like a motorboat in and out of the water, but but i don't understand that and i've never seen a javelina run like that but of course i've never seen a javelina get chased by a horse either (laughs) so anyway it's it's a good place to be if you're looking for a nice uh, summer home then this is a nice place to be Um, there's uh, a very small market of houses available right now there seems to be a big um, a big push on houses but and i'm not a real estate person so i don't know if to tell you to buy now or later but um, we are a closest and i've been native all my life and this is a very close place and um renee and i enjoy it up here with our horses so 602-508-0960 we'll be back in a minute larry elders says education doesn't always equal inform. this is not about iq it's not about whether or not you've done well on your aptitude test
5: there are people that have a great deal of prestigious credentials high iqs high scores who are absolutely either devoid of common sense or have bought into stuff that they've heard on television, have not bothered to research it themselves.
0: The Larry Elder Show,
3: weeknights at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday.
2: Homeowners, do you regret buying one of those so-called alternative water treatment systems? Were you duped by an infomercial? Were you told it would get rid of hard water deposits on fixtures, shower glass, and dishes? You found out the hard way. The claims are false. They don't work. I've got good news. You can get a trade-in credit for the brand that actually does work, Kinetico Quality Water, a system that's truly certified to eliminate hardness, scale, and scum. Kinetico's been around since 1970, and there's true science behind their patented technology. They have an A-plus BBB rating, zero complaints with the ROC, and are members of the Arizona's Water Quality Association. Plus, it removes chlorine and other chemicals, so you're not showering or drinking the chlorine that the city adds to the water for disinfection. Switch from a scam to something that really works. Visit KineticoAZ.com or call 602-904-5800 for a free phone quote and more information on their trade-in allowance. Maricopa Water is the exclusive, authorized, independent Connecticut dealer for Phoenix and Tucson. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be... a. Football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy if back I grow squash.
1: Up, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. I up, I be when I
2: grow trail. up, I, wanna I, grow up, up I, wanna I want to be a bench on a 4 trail. I want to be a rocking chair on a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a. I want to be a. I want to be I want to be a... I want to be I want, I want, I want to be, a... when, I I want to be a... when I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be.
0: Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org.
2: A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.
4: Welcome back, everybody, 20 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and if you'd like to join us or have a car question, 602 And, Bob, you stay right there. Autodynamics was opened in 1982 by Chuck Nyday. It wasn't his first rodeo. Chuck had been in the gas station business since the 1960s. Today, Chuck is gone, and his son Derek is there. Chuck is still alive. I shouldn't say gone. He's retired, and his son Derek runs the store. So if you're in Sun City, this is the oldest and most trusted auto repair shop. It's called Autodynamics. It's on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. It's the only place in that area that I can recommend to you, and thank you for the honor of recommending those kinds of things to you, Bob. Good morning. How can I help you?
0: Good morning. Good morning. I want to. I guess first of all, say thanks for your show. I've been listening to it for quite a while. First time caller. Thank um, you. What I've, what I've got is a. Uh, well, I think it helps a lot of people, and I've been listening and learning for a long time. But it's a. Uh, my problem is it. Uh, the VS. See light on my Toyota Sequoia. It's a 2002 with about 160,000 miles on it. Um, it came on. I had gone to the store, went in, come out of the store, turned the vehicle on, and and the light came on. And I've tried, you know, the off button. I've uh, got on YouTube, and it said to put it in neutral and do this and back up, and then, but it never changed. So I took. I have a really good mechanic, Signature Auto, on uh, a guy named Julian, but he's. He'd put his computer on it and can't find any code, any bad code or code violation, if you will. And I'm and he, he suggests take it to Toyota on Camelback and have them do a hundred and thirty nine dollar check on it. And I'm just curious, what do you think about the problem?
4: Why don't you explain to everybody what VSC stands for?
0: Uh, vehicles. It's like an anti-swerve thing for. Um I I guess I can't explain it as well as you can.
4: Okay. Well, is is it some kind of stability control?
0: Yes, it's a yes, it, it's exactly what it is. It's for when you're going for in inclement weather and the, the road is icy and uh, I think it helps uh, put the power where the wheel on which way it needs to go on.
4: Okay. And sometimes those stability controls um will apply power to the opposite wheel of the one that's lost traction. Um, there's right. lots of that going on. With all due respect to Julian, we don't always diagnose it with codes because a lot of times the computer hasn't seen the problem or a lot of times the computer is missing the problem or the signal's not getting there. But most of the time, your problem is created by there's four wheel sensors on your vehicle, and the wheel sensors are to report to the computer that they're each, what each tire and wheel are doing. So okay. if you're driving down the road and all of a sudden the right rear tire blows up to 60 miles an hour and all the rest of them are at 15, then the computer will say, hey, and it'll apply that right rear brake. And it'll say, slow down, don't be stupid. So the real okay. question is, is the com- the, the handheld computers, y- you have to understand where you're going and where you're looking. I think one of the things that I would do first is, is I would want to look at all four wheel sensors. So I would take your car and plug in what we call a scanner, and I would pull up all the wheel sensors, and then I'd go behind bashes and I'd do tight circles to the left and the right. If I turn tight circles, then the inner side tires are going to turn less revolutions than the outside tires. So what I'm doing is, is I'm letting the computer see all four of those tires by doing right circles and then left circles real tight. So I, I, I want you to... Uh, what part of town do you live in?
0: Uh, Twenty Fourth Street
4: and Indian School Crossroads. Okay, um, Billy um, is uh, is at Twenty uh, First Street and in Indian School. Twenty First Street Auto, Twentieth Street Auto, or Twenty First Street Auto, or something like that. He's right around the corner from you. And I'm embarrassed to tell you that my mind is completely blank right now. But Billy owns <laughs> it, and it's Twentieth Street Auto. I'm pretty sure it's Twenty Street Auto. And I'm quite sure Billy could fix your car. Now, the $139 is a number that some places throw on the wall and say and it's going to cost us that much to diagnose it. There's always the possibility it's about a 20%, 10% to 20% chance that finding it is fixing it. So we find right. that the wheel, this wheel sensor is not talking, but it's got a bunch of mud on it. So you right. wash it off and you're done. So it's still $139. A lot of us don't do that because if the technician's really seasoned and he gets in and out of that car in 20 minutes, that might bother us. So we charge actual time as opposed to this big bracket time. But there's good things about 125 or 139. You look him in the eye and you say, is it capped there? Is it going to be more than that or is it capped there? And if it's capped there and you don't have a diagnosis by then, what do we do then?
0: I'm still back to the same spot,
4: yes, sir, you, you know,
0: but, are and But it, you know my 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 problem though is I've read up on this a little bit, and it 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 will tell you that the light comes on while you're driving it and but this was I' turned the vehicle off, had come from the store back to the vehicle, started it, and it was on, and I hadn't even moved anywhere, so I'm just uh is that is there any correlation to with that?
4: Well, I've seen that happen where somebody, it was a rainy day, and when they pulled into their driveway, they hit the curb with the right-side tire. The right-side tire went up in the air and went real fast and came back down, and the computer goes, oh, something's wrong over there. So there's a variety of ways for this to happen. But to answer your question, the answer to your question will be available once it's determined what's happening. And um, it's a yellow light, isn't it?
0: Uh, It is. It is on the dash.
4: Okay, yellow means caution. Yellow says you don't have to call a tow truck. Yellow says you don't have to tell your wife, park it right there and uh, go back in the bar and have another drink. It doesn't mean any of that. If it was red, it would be different. But yellow, you can drive around a long time with the yellow light. You can have an ABS light. You can have traction control light. You can have a transmission, a yellow light. You can have all kinds of yellow lights, but yellow means caution. So this isn't something that you have to worry about getting stranded. But it is something you need to have. So I would call Billy and say, "Mark Salem says you couldn't fix a car um, if he spotted you the owner's manual." I have a coupon here from Mark Salem for five hundred dollars, and I think it's valid. And uh, can will you look at the VSC light on my uh, on my? is the Toyota, right? Yes. Okay, on my Toyota, and um, is it something you fixed before? And I'm quite sure he has. But smile when you say about the $500 discount coupon. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I
0: will. I I will. And I'll go see them. And I got to tell you, we have been driving it for probably about a month, and there's been no problem. However, there does seem to be, you know how you get when your brakes start to wear out? There's dust, like a a dusting on the front wheels or the back wheels. But on on my front wheels, I'm getting quite a bit of dusting, so I check my brake pads, and they're, they're really in great shape. So I... I don't, you know, I have to wash it to get them off, but it would—it appears like, uh, the, you know, the wearing out of brake shoes uh, with the dusting, so I'm not sure what that is either.
4: Okay. Well, if we lose the ability of the rear brakes to work, then sometimes the fronts have to carry 100% of the braking, where normally they're only 60%. So sometimes okay. we'll start dusting the front end. Now, when you hit the brakes, is there any side-to-side movement of the steering wheel? I
0: mean, no, the vehicle runs and drives out really okay. nice, and okay. You know, doesn't. Right.
4: Go to the local car wash, and if it's got real slippery uh, bays in it, then you look around, nobody's there, and you drive you know, 10 miles an hour, then you <coughs> hammer the brakes, and then get out and look at the skid marks. Maybe you have two long ones in the front and none in the back. Maybe exactly. you have one long one in the front and nothing on the right front, and then both of them in the back. Now, the back should be half as long as the front. So if you've got four-foot skids on the front, you should have two off the back. And believe me, I have done that so many times. I can tell you without question that the front brakes are going to lay down twice as kids as the back. So, anyway, good luck to you. But, uh, Billy, now, if not 16th Street, and uh, I think it's Indian School, Martin's Auto, Dave Martin. You can go there. He's a good guy, too. But I think when you said uh, Indian School, I think Billy's closer to you. But, anyway, thank you very much for calling. 602 uh, 508 We'll be back in about three or four minutes. You're welcome to call now. You'll have a short wait, 602 960. My name's Mark Salem. It's almost 30 minutes at the bottom of the hour. I'll be right back.
2: Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of a hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties.
0: To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely Extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Text in the next ten minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Thans Money for Deals Guide. Just text your zip code to 82,000.
1: A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Khe San. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans a promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster.
2: So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes.
1: That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Ugh. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all
6: already move. Welcome back, the everybody.
4: The I'm just trying to get my stuff all situated right here and uh, get myself back in tune. I was sitting look, looking at VSC. It's Vehicle Stability Control, VSC. And what that does is is if the car begins to rotate <laughs> clockwise, if the nose goes right and you're going down the road sideways, it'll apply the left rear brake, which will swing the nose around and, and go, go make you go straight again. So... Um, i 'll I'll reiterate that i 'm pretty sure it 's going to be a wheel sensor problem because um, the computer 's lost the ability to apply a brake or something like that. However, this could be a big one too. Um, it could very well be the uh, the PCM or it could be the the component that applies brake pressure to the different uh, wheels. It, it could be something. Nevertheless, 602 We've got Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Since 1970, they've been around in Mesa. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. Both Brian and Thelma come from gas station families that go back to the 60s and the 70s. And back then in Mesa, both of their relatives um, were big guys in the Mesa area with respect to Honest, stable, and and very capable for auto repair as well as gasoline sales. So there's lots of history there, but you only need to meet Brian and Thelma before you know why Mark Salem thinks so much of them at Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Uh, let's go to Harry. Harry, good morning. What's up? What.
6: Good morning, Mark. How are you today?
4: You know, I'm pretty good. Um, we were talking to Gil, and he says this guy sounds like a big shot in the military. And I said, No, I think
6: <laughs> I... <laughs> he asked me if I was a colonel. I said, No, nah, I didn't get that far.
4: <laughs> okay, and if I'm not mistaken, you're a public servant. You're a retired public I was. servant, a firefighter, right? That's
6: correct.
4: Okay, okay, that's okay. Doesn't mean anything. I just wanted to well, you're tell a
6: Gil, ex policeman.
4: So I am. I. 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 I wasn't the most be- best behaved one, but um. I guess I was at one time. But let's get away from those subjects, Harry.
2: And let's get on with yours. What's well, up? Hey,
6: I'm, I'm kind of. I kind of called. Uh, I heard you tell that guy about the five hundred dollar discount coupon, and uh, I was going to uh, see if I get one and present that to Kurt and next curse auto the next time I uh, go in there and watch him. Uh,
4: yeah, and, uh, and light
6: you- up a little bit. So.
4: Yeah, you, you t- and now what you do is you write something up. It's a five hundred dollar coupon, and just scribble my name and say, "Mark will." Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? If you present it to Mark, authenticated. Uh, no, not authenticated. He'll he'll pay you. So what's the word I'm oh, looking for? Um he'll. It, it's like a check. All you do is sign it and send it to Mark, and he'll send you the money. And uh, and now <laughs> you you could get thrown out of Kurtz for a joke oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, they
6: give me the bums rush in a hurry.
4: Exactly, but it's okay. It's okay. Why? You know, if you're if you're going to walk down the middle of the road of life, you're not going to experience nearly as much fun as I do.
6: Well, you got to dodge two different directions. So
4: yeah, that's right. That's right.
6: Hey, I got well, I got a couple of items. Uh, you had a guy call in about the auto start, uh-huh. and uh, I've been looking at uh, vehicles, trucks, and stuff, and I'm leaning heavily toward the 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 manufacturer that you disdain, okay, <laughs> the Ford, but uh, Anyway, I think I read somewhere that uh, on that because they have auto start that if you plug your uh, trailer uh, connector in, you know the one that's eight plugs and then it goes down to four,
4: Uh
6: it uh will uh, disable that.
4: You know that is. I don't know if that is
6: that way with uh, GMs, but I think Ford's is that way.
4: Oh man, you know if um, you'd have to know which one of those eight you're going to jump, so or you're going to. Well, no, you're just
6: you just plug it in. And you leave it, and, uh, you know, it doesn't even have to be connected to a trailer or anything else. But see, Harry, if
4: if you just plug the plug-in, there's no continuity between those eight terminals. Okay. But but I think that if you plug it in, then the parking lights or brake lights will complete the circuit, and that'll add amperage, amp draw to that circuit. And they're saying, well if you have a big trailer on there, we're not going to kill the engine because you're going to have a tough time right. getting that thing moving with those motors. That is a great idea but
6: you're well, I read going to have somewhere to- about it and I thought, Well, that's kinda of cool. The only thing is you have that sticking out of the back and so might decide they want it. So well,
4: it you're gonna, it's called a bargeman plug and so you take it and I'm pretty sure you find the ground and the uh, and the park light or your brake lights. And what you're gonna do is put a little light in between there that sh- right. the, the the computer thinks, Ooh, we got a trailer. So I think that would work, but if anybody tries that you gotta give Harry credit.
6: Okay? Oh no, no, I read it somewhere and I don't know if there was some I can't I can't recall that if there was something that you plug into the little deal, you know, for your flat four yeah. for you know smaller trailers or what. But uh, I thought, well, yeah, that that, that sounds good. But uh, okay. <laughs> well, what, what you're
4: talking about way. is. There are a variety of plugs at the backs of vehicles to hook your trailer to, and the basic one that was here since Jesus was a baby was a four-prong. So it had three exposed round terminals and one female eternal, so three three male and one female. Then we went to a six-pin, and then the most universal one is now an eight-pin because the eight-pin has turn signals left and right, has parking lights, it has electric brakes, um, it has a ground... And it has something else. I, I know them by heart, but I just can't give them to you right now. So when you plug in the bargeman now, you could get a bargeman that connects. It, it's an adapter that goes from 8-pin to 4-pin. Oh. Then you buy this device that you plug in to the backside oh. of the 8-pin, and that may disable your, your auto start. So, um, Seems like can, I
6: read it somewhere, and I'm not quite sure where Okay, where it That's was, okay.
4: So. That's all right. Yeah. We've, given, we've given them a head start, haven't we, Harry? Yeah. So and hey, I got what? another
6: another question too. Okay, this will really light you up. Uh, I know you're, uh, you do a lot of oil, uh, you know, oil analysis or uh-huh. whatever. I was in this big box store. My wife was going to go shopping for groceries, so I head on over to the automotive parts deal to look at some oil. And uh, there was this guy. He was talking to one of the employees, and he was asking him about synthetic oil. And evidently, he had bought a car from a friend of his, and he wasn't quite sure. And he asked me, well, what's what's the difference? What's, you know, whatever? And the guy says, well, if you synthetic, once you start using it, you can't change back to conventional, which <laughs> that kind of perked my ears up because I know yeah. you've talked about it before. And then he was saying, well, it's a thinner oil and it doesn't lubricate as good. You know, I'm thinking, oh, wow,
4: my goodness. You know,
6: <laughs> this guy you know, doesn't really know. Better so the guy. Kinda, <laughs> you know, kind of says, thank the guy and start walking away. And I thought about maybe I should go talk to him and tell him to tune into your. But he got away. He went down it's an island, disappeared, lost
4: him. Harry, I hear that all the time. I hear that all the time. there's no way you and I can fix this world or even a zip code. The fact of the matter is, is we're gonna when we come back, I'm gonna talk about the things you said, and uh, and and I am an oil expert, and so I'm going to give you the truth about: Do you have to use synthetic for the rest of your life? Is it thinner? and then the, the the other thing is 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 it far superior so i'll answer those right after this
1: National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base. Like digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, they need to find your business, not the competition. Your contact information needs to be accurate and all over the web. You need the right tools to turn visitors into leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com, connecting you with new customers. Darren College,
4: a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've
5: had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve
4: my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to
1: NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station.
2: This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. LeBron James recently made headlines for his comments about China. James argued that when Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey supported Hong Kong Democratic protesters, he was misinformed. Morey's support caused harm, James said. For those paying attention, there's a revealing hypocrisy here. It's common today among the left to speak against immoral capitalism and to decry unjust politics practiced by supposed American tyrants. Whatever one thinks about America, China is run by an actual tyrannical regime. Free speech doesn't exist. Dissidents are placed in re-education camps. There's a reason NBA stars are speaking out for China here. They make tons of money from sneaker sales in China. There are many wonderful elements of the free market, but supporting tyranny to make millions is not one of them. After the public outcry, LeBron now says he's staying quiet, but the damage is done. Count this a big loss for LeBron and the NBA. I'm Owen Strand. Alliance
0: Defending Freedom. Fighting for those whose liberty is being violated. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com.
4: Welcome back, everybody. Let me adjust my headphones. 43 minutes after the hour 11 o'clock, I'm going to touch synthetic oil real quick. First of all, your engine doesn't know if you put peanut butter or if you put Wesson oil and if you put uh, water in it. It doesn't know. Um, every oil is backward compatible. We used to have an A oil. So B was good for A, C was good for B, and D was good for C. So everything's backward compatible. I promise you. Your car doesn't know if you use synthetic. It doesn't care. Here's the difference: synthetic, conventional, and semi-synthetic. Conventional's bottom, semi-synthetics in the middle, and synthetics at the top. Each one of them has a different what they call pour point. Otherwise, when does it freeze and turn to a solid? Conventional oil, 15 below zero, turns to peanut butter. Semi-synthetic, oh, 40, 45 degrees below zero. Synthetic, 60 below zero. On the flip side, on the heat side. The conventional oil turns to a tar at about 300 degrees. A semi-synthetic, 350. synthetic turns to a tar at 500. Let me tell you that at 500, your engine's toast. It doesn't make any difference. If the oil hasn't turned to tar, your motor is toast. But I use synthetic, and you should use synthetic if your car calls for synthetic. If you want to use conventional oil, you go to a 3,000-mile oil change interval. If you're going to use synthetic, you're at 10. Mark, what do you use? Everything I've got's getting synthetic. I like the long oil changes, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mark, thank you for holding. How can I help you?
0: Yeah, I have a uh, an older vehicle. It's a DIY kind of question. Okay. I thought I was doing a uh, clutch replacement, and it ended up being the uh, uh, clutch release it was just it was I dried up, no uh, no uh, lubrication, so it just scored the pilot uh i don't even know what you call that the 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 mount the front of the housing on the transmission is just it's just scored to pieces i'm having a heck of a time
4: replacing it okay all right that's the uh it the throwout bearing slides up and down and that's the bearing support so there's a bunch of holes in the front of it so you can actually unbolt it and um if you have an old car, I'm sure somebody can find one for you. I want you to call A N S Transmissions, A N S Transmission, and that's automatic and standard, or it's Alger and Shelley, and no one knows what it means. But A N S Transmission, leave a message for Alger. Tell him what kind of car vehicle you have. Don't take much of his time, and ask him if he has the nose of your manual transmission. Um, and and it's, there's a, a name for it, but I just can't think of it right now. And just tell them it's the nose that the, the throwout bearing slides up and back on. You can also take it to a machine shop, and they can probably put a sleeve on there. And uh, they'll cut it down, and then they'll put a sleeve on there, and then it'll be back to normal. But I'm pretty sure Alger can help you. So ANS Transmissions, it's in uh, cent- it's in the central corridor on I-17 um, up there south of Bell, and um, he'll be able to help you. I know he will. Thank you very much, Mark. Good luck to you. David, you're up next.
0: Hey, I've got a friend. He's got a Ford F-250 diesel. Uh, it's starting to blow smoke, and he doesn't want to take it anywhere because he knows he's going to have to put a new engine in it. <laughs> he, lives out, he lives out in Queen Creek, and do you have any diesel? I said, you better just get it checked and see what it is first.
4: Oh, yeah. Um you know, it, we hear that a lot and it's never true. So, um I'm thinking that he's got an F250. Do you know what year it is by chance?
0: I don't. It's probably okay. 2002, three, or something okay, like that. Okay. Okay. Well, six.
4: the 6 liter has a lot of problems that can be fixed and we don't that's, replace that's the engine. It is. Okay. It is. And and I don't have anybody out there um in Queen Creek, so um You've caught me with my proverbial pants down, and you can tell him that I would be happy to diagnose his problem and give him an estimate at Warner and I-10, and um, he's looking for Salem boys. Yeah, okay. We we are, um, I think we are the best in that south of the river kind of thing. But he's welcome to go anywhere, but um, yeah. I don't have anybody to recommend him south of the river that's a big dog diesel guy. And we have a diesel performance center, and my son, Alan, runs it. So okay. We can answer the question. I what's think I'll just month?
7: borrow it from him one day and take it over there. So okay. Good <laughs> you, you, All right. Okay.
4: Before you do that, call, though, please. And oh, um, okay. And, and set it up and tell him this. I've got a diesel. And it's smoking, and it can be blue smoke or black smoke and I would like very much to know what your diagnostic process is, what is it going to cost, and then you can give me an estimate and I want to wait for it, and then they will okay. a- they will adapt to you okay yeah, great okay, thank you All very right. much It's a difficult this 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 radio show is not about me. I'm not thumping my so many people I've been on radio since nineteen eighty eight I've heard all these car guys just do this. Uh, I'm the best guy in the whole wide world. You got to come to my shop. You can listen to my show for years and never hear the name of my shop. And that's not what this show is all about. This show is educating you on how to defend yourself against us. <laughs> <laughs> and it should be called, It is called self defense for car expense. Literally, self defense for car expense. So, anyway, he caught me. I'm giving him the best advice he can. just happens to be self-serving. Mike, you're up next. Morning, Mark. Good morning.
5: Uh, A point of information on that uh, stop and no start start thing. Uh I had tested a Nissan Rogue and a Hyundai uh, Santa Fe, and that was one of my first questions to the person. And he goes, there's a button down here, and you can turn them off on the newer ones, 19. This was a 19. Both of them were 19, and there's a button on the uh, console. Down by the shifter
4: where you can turn it on and off. Yes, but just the one time. So here's what I mean. Yeah, you're on your way to work, and you start your car up, Hmm. you push the button, and then pretty much as long as there's keys on all the way to work, we're not going to have it. But when you turn the key off and turn it back on, you got it. Now, this is the fuel economy thing. So they're not. The government's not going to let you push the button and completely disable this thing that's going to save the world because you're not going to be idling at a traffic light. But you're correct. But it's it's just a, it's for this trip until you turn the key off. I'm going to let you do that. But I'm going to default to on all the time. Gotcha. All righty. Perfect. The next Thank
5: question you. I have is, is top tier gasoline. I hear everybody talk about top tier gas. I know you talked about it before. What is your ph- philosophy on that? Is there <laughs> such a thing?
4: <laughs> okay. Yes, there is. And it's, 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 my, it's talked to about top tier. Um, I just want to tell you this. I used to own a gas station. And when we had a bad gas crisis in the 70s, they were bringing gasoline from California over here on big tankers called Calzona. And our, our whole gas uh, facility over at 59th Avenue and Van Buren, for whatever reason, was dry. So they were bringing gas over here. So the guy pulls into my mobile station, and he drops his... And he's going to drop into my tank, 12,000-gallon tank. He's going to drop 9,000 gallons of unleaded. So he drops... You know, the hoses are pretty doggone big. So he dumps 9,000. Yeah. Then he we're sitting there talking. You know, he's from California. We're just shooting the bull. And he goes, okay, I'm almost done. And he goes to the cab of his truck and he pulls out a five gallon back pail. That's got, it's got about two thirds full of a white milky substance. He gets a funnel and he pours it into the tank. And then he looks at me and he goes, now you're mobile. (laughs) I swear to God, that's the truth. Now I've also talked to somebody who worked at Iraq, which is where the big trucks come through. And he had a keyboard there and his job was to make Union and Mobile and this company and that company and Chevron and he had buttons to push so as the truck would get gasoline then it pull forward and he'd push buttons to and and he used this word squirt (laughs) additives into those big 9,000 gallon tankers. So to answer your question I already know the answer. I want you to pretend and I know I'm going to be beat up for this but I don't care. I want you to pretend that we have a mayonnaise jar full of sand. Okay, and we're going to take two more grains of sand, and we're going to add to that mayonnaise jar. We just had, we've just added the appropriate detergent, in my opinion, to call ourselves something different than regular gas. That's the best I can tell you. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. Thank you much. All right. Good luck to you. Thank you. Ah. Uh, You know, I'm probably going to get in trouble for that. But you know what? I don't even care. Okay, who's next? That would be Tom. Tom, good morning.
7: Good morning, Mark. Um, I have a 2013 Lincoln MKX, and the passenger side uh, air door actuator went bad, and I was able to manually um, move the door to hot and cold. So I replaced the actuator. It's working fine now. Now the driver's side didn't have a problem now it's just blowing cold and i went to try to manually um activate the door and it's not it's just blowing cold it won't turn to hot okay those so are I'm called wondering. blend
4: doors okay? yeah blend doors and frankly there's a 100 reasons why they don't move anymore it could be because of bubble gum it could be because somebody dropped a half a taco down the vent i um, mean it could, could be. be that you know there could be all kinds of reasons um there's some of those blend doors pay eight hours to dig out yeah. of a car on the Chevys, and well, no, on all of them, Fords and Chevys yeah. and Toyotas and Hondas. I mean, there's some big dog amounts, and you better be right. Some of us old guys offer to our customers, "Hey, what do you want it on cold rod? i will get it there, and I'll just tie that son of a gun." I can tell you that we have found women's undergarments in the vents. Of cars that caused the blend door <laughs> to stick, <laughs> as well as dead animals and popcorn and everything else. Okay, so uh, I, I, you only have two choices: either live with it, or maybe if you can get underneath there and just get a hold of it, or use a coat hanger and pull it open or shut it. But you're not going to, yeah, You're not going to be able I, to get I, it to work both ways.
7: Yeah, because I tried. They worked on the passenger side. So I replaced the the actuator, but the driver's side it does nothing but cold. It won't even switch to heat when I manually switch that blend door. Okay. So
4: it's broken. I, I would imagine okay. the door's broken off the hinges. I'm guessing. Okay. But no okay. matter what you gotta dig it out. So
7: Yep, I'm not doing it. So okay. <laughs> what <Well,
4: laughs> yeah. now do you have a shop in your neighborhood that you love and treat um, and, and no. trust?
7: It's actually for the ex's dad, but um, okay. no, I, I think I may send them your way if you want to do it. Or, but
4: so. we're capable. <laughs> um, but um, are you north of the river, south of the river?
7: Uh,
4: north. Okay, give me your cross streets.
7: Um, it's uh actually um, it's right around like uh, Higley and Brown area.
4: So. Okay. Well, I know Thompsons can handle that. They're over to Stapley, just east of Stapley on on Main Street. So okay. you could call I, them and say, at. "Yeah, um, I, I, I'd love to have your business, but I know you'll be taken care of well at Thompson's. So I'd rather okay. save you the money and, and not money, but save you the time. So try Thompson's, okay?
0: Gotcha.
4: Okay, okay, thanks, Mark. Have you a nice betcha. weekend, and to All you, right. too. thank All you right. very much. Blackwell Automotive is up at 40th and Greenway. He handles the entire northeast corner of the valley for me. No one else there I I can recommend. Tom and I are cut from the same cloth. Um. We're both kind of rambunctious. We both don't act our age, and we both get in a lot of trouble because of our mouths. Um, both of us are pretty doggone good technicians. He, I had him on a couple of weeks ago, and we start talking about motorhomes and black water tanks and gray water tanks and some of the catastrophes both of us have had with those kinds of tanks and the hoses and all that other kind of stuff. But he really knows cars pretty good. So if you live up in the northeast corner of the valley, and I'm talking probably east of the 51 and, oh, gosh, you know, from, I don't know, Indian Bend via Ventura north all the way until civilization stops, then Blackwell's your guy. He works on old cars, and he works on motorhomes, and he works on regular cars, and he works on every part of every car. He's been around a long time. I've known him for more than 20 years, and he's a good friend of mine. So you can also tell him that you have a $500 coupon for Mark Salem that Mark Salem will redeem, and he'll roll his eyes, and if he thinks he can get by with a bad word, he'll do it. (laughs) Otherwise, he won't. So Blackwell Automotive, 40th and Greenway. Folks, I make that, um, I talk about that discount to let them know that I've referred you to them, not because I'm going to take money, because I won't take money. I refuse to take money. That's called a bird dog fee. I don't do that. I've never done that. It's just a nice way, f- instead of you saying, I talked to Mark Salem and he said to come here, you can just say, I got this coupon from Mark Salem or blah, blah, blah. And it's just a nice way to introduce yourself to, to the shop owner. Um, that's the only reason I do that. Plus, it's funnier in hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> and especially when I send you to a shop that has never heard me say that. Um, Martin's auto called me the other day and he goes, um, are you going to make this $500 uh, coupon good? And I, I had to explain to him and he goes, ha I heard it from somebody else. So I'm just kidding. You. I don't have a customer here that's doing it. So anyway, uh, make sure that you, you, you practice self-defense for car expense. So in the situation where you're not sure, have them write down what they say get a business card and uh, tell them you'll get back with them. If they don't give you a business card or they won't write it down, you need to find a new garage. Mark at MarkSalem.com is my email address. Mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. God bless you. Drive safe.